When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtown's Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtown's Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Baseball and whatever. With your host, Justin McAwee. Because I was on campus and I had to appear like I was one of the cool kids. I would put the Star Wars book inside one of my textbooks so it looked like I was just studying for class. <laughs> All right, look, there's only one return, okay? And it ain't of the king, it's of the Jedi. Vincent Francis Jake was the board. I'm a glorified fact checker. Last I checked, the most runs in the game wins. Actually, I am a fact checker. And good probes. If you look at most Bond fans' movie rankings, they have Casino Royale and Majesties in their top two. For me, these actually rank in the bottom part of my list. I mean, I love them, but they don't compare to Diamond Rock Forever. Astino, stop getting Bond wrong! Alrighty, everybody. Hey, it's Justin. There's Vinny. Baseball and whatever. Episode 75. Three quarters of a way to a hundred. Vinny, I don't think I ever thought we'd get this far. I didn't either. No, we're still going strong. So, uh, Somehow. If still going strong. The lights are still on. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. This is Baseball and Whatever. If you're listening for the first time, first half of the show is Chicago sports primarily. Maybe a little bit around the league and MLB as well. Uh, and then we jump into a pop culture, music, video game, movie, TV show topic. This week's topic for whatever, we are ranking our favorite top five Blink-182 songs in honor of the original. Actually, no, I guess it wouldn't be the original because Travis Barker is not the original drummer of Blink-182. But the the original three of when Blink-182 got big, let's put it that way. So we're going to rank our favorite Blink-182 songs in honor of them going back on tour. I am still trying to get tickets. But it's like $175 at the United Center right now, and you are almost behind the stage. So I'm 
kind of holding off on that for now. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, thank you for tuning in. If you'd like to write into the show, you have a variety of ways of doing that. First off, we are on YouTube at youtube.com slash baseball and whatever. We're also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash baseball and whatever. You can tweet us at baseball and what? Vinny, we are almost at 900 followers. I think we're at like 895 right now. So you are... You are you are a man of the people, talking to the people, getting them hooked up with our show. So thank you. You can I email. There's a sh- lot of bots that are just following. I, us, you know what? It doesn't. I'm not Elon Musk. It doesn't matter to me. <laughs> um, this though, at this point though, you can also email us at baseballwhateverygmail.com, and we're on a variety of podcast apps, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Spreaker, Anchor, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. If it's a podcast app that you use, we are there. Find the show, download it, give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate it. And also, thanks again to Belly Up Sports for keeping the lights on, paying the bills, and letting us use their StreamYard account so we can stream out our wonderful show to you at home. So, uh, let's jump in. We are going to start off. It's the 75th episode of the show, so we are going to try and figure out the top 75. No, let me rephrase that. Nope. The best let me try that again. No nope. people that wore the number seventy five in Chicago go. sports because we are scraping the bottom of the barrel this week. Uh, Vinny, I know we said there's no Cubs, there's no White Sox, it's o- there's no Bulls, it's only no Blackhawks and Bears. Yes, and, and not Blackhawks, just Blackhawk. Oh. All right, only so one. let's <laughs> let's start with the Blackhawk. Can you give me a time frame of when this guy played? If you are any sort of a fan, you should be able to guess this one easily because this guy's been playing on the team since 2020. Number 75? Yeah. That's like not even a hockey number. Uh, All right, let me think here. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. Still thinking. Initials are A-R. Oh, um, oh, this guy barely has played. Alec Regula. All right, yeah, he 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 is a rookie. Well, I don't know if he's technically a rookie. Not anymore, a rookie anymore. He's not playing much. Let's put it that way. Um, not he's, good. He's probably mostly been in Rockford, I would imagine. I think at this point. So, uh, so okay, there's your famous Blackhawks, uh, Bears. I'm gonna. I'll be honest. <laughs> it's got to be a bunch of people that I've never even heard of, or people that no, only. No, come on. I I recognized three names right off the bat. I knew one of them. That wasn't currently wearing it. You should know okay. the guy that's currently wearing it. Oh, uh, lineman, right? Yep. Uh, um, Larry Borum? That is correct. And oh, wait a minute. Also, another guy that I always assumed was a bust because I think he was he like he was kind of like a Gabe Creamy. Was it Mark Colombo? Good work. Right. Oh, oh, other guy, Terry Long's son. Um. Uh, Kyle Long. That is correct. Right, that's all I got. I don't know any others. Just killing it, Justin. I know, that I was, know. That was very good. That was the three names that I, I thought of. So. I blacked out there for a second. You sure did. Um. All right. So other notable names. Kyle Long's the most famous of the bunch. Um. Another one that does, Mark Colombo went on to play with the Dallas. He had a good career with the Dallas Cowboys. Say, he didn't have a good Bears. career with the Bears, though, did he? No. He had, I didn't think so. He played 2002 to 2005, but he went on to play, oh, gosh, I felt like another, what, eight years, I felt like, with the uh, Cowboys. Uh, not that long with the Cowboys. Six years with the Cowboys. Okay. So 
Um, he ended up having a pretty decent career with them. Um, another name that pops up, uh, Todd Perry, guard, hmm. played with the Bears from 2000 or sorry, not 2000, 1993 to 2000. Um, oh, okay. Guard for the Bears, uh, played eight years with the Bears, three years with the Dolphins. Um, okay. Yeah, not not much from a like accolade standpoint on his no. uh, football reference. Uh, other than that, Jeff Sevy. Oh, I have no idea who that guy is. 1975 to 1978, Jeff okay. Sevy. I feel like the dad's probably listening. Why? Like, I know that guy. Yeah, and then um, the only other one that's of notable reference here, Fred Williams, 1952 to 1963. Oh, isn't he a writer? Or was a writer? I don't know. Fred Fred Williams Williams is a pretty, well, it sounds like a common name. Before-time Pro Bowl, one-time NFL champ, so pretty decent career. Okay, the guy I'm thinking of. Is not white, so it clearly can't be the same guy. Okay, never mind. Who, <laughs> who am I? Oh, Fred Mitchell is what I'm, who I'm thinking of. Do you know who Fred Mitchell is? Uh, no. He is a Chicago columnist. Uh, nope, maybe that's not who. Yeah, longtime Tribune writer. He 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 wrote for the Chicago Tribune. He's still still alive, I think. I'm thinking. Okay, never mind. Let's we can move on. Not not the this same is guy. going great. Fred Mitchell and Fred Williams, two different people. <laughs> Go figure. All right. What else you got? That it? That that was it. All right. Well, um, we do have one uh, Facebook message or Facebook comment this week. Would you like to take this one, Vinny? Sure, Zach. This is uh, Dr. Condom, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, Zach on Facebook writes, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on Blink-182. I don't have any favorite songs by them, though not a fan. Well, that's that's unfortunate, but (laughs) that's okay. I I won't hold it against you. No, no, different strokes for different folks. Uh, I apologize in advance. We are obviously Blink fans because we're doing a whole show on them. So, Um, But, yeah, thank you, Zach, for writing in and for always listening and being a loyal fan listener and follower and watcher and all that good stuff we appreciate it all right um i do have one semi hot take Vinny. all right greg's hot takes now you want to get nuts come on hell yeah all right want to get nuts come on let's get nuts all right shout out to greg uh we probably won't see too much of him for the time being because his Son or daughter is only what a week away now. Does that sound right? Yeah, it's about right. Yeah, all right. I so think I know it's the I, 10th? 10th, I think that's right. I know I talked to him at the birthday party for my daughter, and he was like, "Uh, he, he's like, I might have to go to what did he say? Go from co-host to contributor status." So, uh, shout out to Greg though. If you are a video game fan and you like Call of Duty, uh, Greg has been uploading Call of Duty clips to the Baseball and Whatever YouTube channel under, I believe he's calling that segment dad cod or cod dad if i'm not mistaken um and he's putting up <laughs> clips of him playing so i, I kind of want to ask him i'm like dude put i want to say put your headset on and let's give us some uh some commentary because i think it would just be him swearing the whole time probably so yeah check those out if you're on the fence about modern warfare 2 greg already bought it go figure uh and is playing it i know i haven't talked How is to he him playing since... it that's what i'm, I'm i don't know more impressed with that where, where does he find the time i mean He's got know. such a big backlog, he should probably be working on that. 
But I know I I speaking of backlog, I texted him a photo the other day. I've been on uh, a used game kick and I bought like three games for really cheap, and I'm like, this is killing me because I'm not going to get to play these anytime soon. So, uh, anyway. Shout out to Greg. He there's a chance he might make an appearance tonight to to give us kind of a fond farewell before he takes his sabbatical for a little bit. But we do have one hot take for me. Uh, Vinny, my, I don't even know this is a hot take. Vinny, reading is fun. That is my hot take. Do you enjoy reading, Vinny? Boo! No, not a fan. No, well, I mean, I can put words together, <laughs> okay. go left to right, and you know. So I started, I I might've mentioned it on the show last week or two weeks ago. Oh my gosh. Uh, hold on. Stop the presses. Hold on. Let me, let me switch our template here because this is a big deal. This is a big deal. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, wrong one. Are you kidding me? I uploaded the same template twice. I'm a jackass. All right. Let's get Greg in here while we're waiting. I'm glad we have that. Holy cow. No, look at this guy. I forgot what he looked like. Does this thing still work? No. <laughs> yes, it, it's working. It's working. Okay. Greg, be sure. thank it's you been so much, collecting man. Dust. I, oh. don't know if, I don't know if you heard. We were just talking about how we wanted to, we wanted to give you a proper send-off before the baby's born, so we were hoping you'd oh, yeah. a little bit. That's a week from today. That's D-Day. So you were right, Justin. That's, that's, uh, that's D-Day. I'm about to get um, pelted. <laughs> I'm just machine gunned down right now. So. so we were just saying before we started the hot takes, you got yeah. your dad cod series on YouTube now. Yeah. So um, dad cod is just uh, pretty much me uh, finding time to play Call of Duty. I'm really <laughs> I'm reliving my 16 year old life right now, mm. which I can't physically do. You had a child because, at 16? Because, uh, well, <laughs> I am playing to like one in the morning Oh. Or like two in the morning when I have to be up at five or what be at work oh, by six thirty or whatever. Oof. So I just can't physically do it. The problem is the game is so stinking fun and I can't like have a bad match, you know? So what's happening? I started off really well. <laughs> I started oh, off really well. I, I was like, okay, going. I can still compete. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. The last two days, I'm getting my ass handed to me to the start, and then I'm just like, okay, I can't go to bed or, you know, go walk the dog yep. I'll leave a note like this. I mean, I'm talking about, if you look at the videos, if you're, watch them. if you're watching, like, some of the kills I have, pretty good. Some of the deaths I have, egregious. <laughs> like, like I'm, I have some of the marksman rifles, the guy's literally crouched in front of me. And I'm just like missing him. I'm aiming down sights and I'm just like shooting 
at like the wall around him. So I'm like, what the hell am I doing? So, so um, but yeah, we're uploading. I'm I'm uploading some videos of gameplay just for just for fun. No commentary. You I was gonna to say I want to hear you swearing as you get shot and killed. And all okay, well matches. maybe I'll change it out because um <laughs> because I do I do swear and I get, no. I, get I was I was so pissed yesterday. Are, a couple of them. Is there a zombies mode in this year's game? No, it, the oh. uh, modern warfare games don't have zombies. Okay. They have spec ops. If you remember, because Infinity War doesn't do zombies. That's I know. Sledge. Friend of the show and Vinny's cousin, Mark and Melissa, I used to play the zombies game on the first Black Ops. Black with Ops, them. yeah. We would play it like after softball. And World actually started with World of War, yes. if you remember. Yeah. We would we would play yeah. it after softball, I think, on like Friday nights when we played sixteen inch, fourteen inch softball. Yep. And there was a couple times I literally fell asleep with the headset on. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. <laughs> and I yeah, and I would wake up. The game would still be going. I'd be the only one. I'd be getting eaten by zombies the whole time, and everyone else was gone. And then I'd nice. get a text like, "Hey, we we heard you snoring into the microphone." Um, That's amazing. <laughs> That's oh awesome. God. Yeah. So you fall asleep during that. I thought you'd be. Yeah. How? Yeah. That was. Why that was just get up and leave. Well, yeah. I was tired. I wanted to keep you know going for the sake of the team, and <laughs> and you fell asleep on. Like, oh, so... oh shit! I fell asleep. Revive me. I'm I'm dead. Uh, um, was that one that that zombies the black ops one was that the one that took place in the old like the white house or the pentagon that one had the white house one jfk yeah. and yep. nixon running around okay and, uh yeah mcnamara yeah. and one other guy in there yep. and then it had the, the nazi zombies mode too. yeah well, i guess it was all yeah. nazi zombies but right yeah well awesome well again thank you for uploading those um it's awesome to see you greg if you have to leave at any time feel free like you have you can leave whenever don't feel like you have to stay i know things are crazy i still gotta i still gotta walk the dog shower but i'll spend some time with you All guys right, right fair now enough. well so. good well the, the hot take i was just getting to is that reading is fun greg would you agree reading is fun no reading sucks okay this is why there it's a hot go. take uh so i am like three quarters of the way through mugsy bogues autobiography it is so good he is such a cool is dude it? it is so good talks about when he was in space jam talked about uh, when the Charlotte Hornets traded for him, because I forgot he was a Washington Bullet, which mm-hmm. not even a team. Well, they're the Wizards now, but a um, really good book. If you were into '90s basketball, highly recommend it. Seems like a really cool dude. Um, and I did not realize how good of friends he was with Del Curry, who was a Hornet, who is Steph Curry's dad. So, um, okay, very cool. So, well, I, I have oh, I have a follow up hot take with that. Sure. Okay. Are audiobooks the same as reading? Like, does that yeah. count? Yeah, I think so. I don't think that counts. I don't think so. You don't think that so? That doesn't count. Because no, people... reading is the actual act of doing, like, exactly. words together. Like, and... you, you, have to, you, you, you have to use your brain to do it. You can't just listen. Like, okay, you're listening to this yeah, podcast That's just like right listening now. to music. Well, the problem is, is um, exactly, the problem is people are taking credit for it now. You know, I'm, work, <laughs> I, I'm at work. Wait, what? Well, you, like, so, for example, I'm at work. It's like, oh, I just read... Because they have these book clubs and all this bullshit, yeah, yeah. and they're like trying to get me to join. I'm like, no thanks. <laughs> if I have a spare moment, it's going to be Call of Duty, turning the brain off. So, but anyway, they're going to these these book clubs are happening now, but everyone is just listening to, um, to you know, the the, the audio yeah. version. And I'm like, but they're saying I read it. I'm reading this book, but I'm listening to it. I'm like that doesn't count. No, if you have to read something. Like yep. just right now, I read like the unicorn cat book to my kids like that's reading and that book <laughs> that book was like 20 pages too long but um it could have wrapped up the story i in five I, pages. I, 21 I, pages. I read it i read it that's the point i didn't listen to it people said i listened to it so that means that's the same as reading i'm like no 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 that is 
you you don't get credit. That's for an that. interesting take. I mean, that's I fine. Have... You can you can still discuss the book, whatever, but you cannot take credit for reading. Why listen yeah. to an audio book when you could listen to our podcast? That's exactly. That's real listen to that question. crap. Listen to yeah. this. Listen, so. listen to this crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I am dying to get Greg's take on baseball, but before we do that, uh, we want to continue to thank our partner in the clutch for joining up with us here on baseball. Whatever in the clutch is an awesome sports apparel company known for their license, MLB Negro league and MLS apparel, along with great shirts to rep your favorite retro hockey, baseball, and football teams head to in the pick out a shirt and at your checkout, use promo code at baseball and what all one word and get 10% off your order. Once again, in the clutch.com go to checkout with your shirt, Use promo code baseball and what you will get 10% off your order. So thanks again to the folks over at in the clutch Vinny. Let's do some baseball baseball. Welcome back to major league baseball. Sort of taking a look at Chicago's two favorite teams and other happenings around the MLB. All right. Um, Vinny, I don't know about you, but I kind of just want to open the gates. Greg, Pedro Grafal is your new manager. He is, yeah. Thoughts, excitement. What do you think? Um, so uh, I don't know. This is, where, <laughs> this is where I'm at right now. This, this, where, is, going this, this great. is where this is where I'm at. So it's for me, it's impossible to love this. Oh. It's impossible to hate this because oh. I just don't know. I mean, for me, it's going to be with Pedro Grafal, and I'll get to the White Sox uh, just in a second, but um, it's just going to have to be what I see in the field. I mean, this point that where this where I am with this team is that I just need to see games won and like baseball being played properly because I need they don't they don't play baseball. That's that's the issue I'm having right now. It's like this is so right now. I just see some ugly ass dude in a press conference uh, that's saying this guy's going to be the manager, and he's saying all this bullshit I don't care about because I don't see games being won. So that's where I'm at with that. Do I hate it? No. Do I love it? Hopefully, I do. Okay. But right now, it's just like okay, this just it's just a body right there. There's just so, a body wearing a White Sox uniform. I noticed you have your 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 uh, City Connect hat on right now. Southside. Yeah. Are you it's my new back... painting? It's my new painting hat. Okay, well that might answer the question. I was going to say, are you back there. on board with being a White Sox fan again? I know you kind of had to. Well, I'm always. I've, I guess I always have to be a White Sox fan, but no, I'm not. I, I need to see. And I'll get to this in a second, but I, I need to see more with the roster. Like me, this this is a roster, this 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 is a roster thing for me because right, this is what we have right now. I was talking about this at work today. This team is just full, or this team was full of just first baseman and DHs, That's true, all down the freaking lineup, and it's just it was just it's despicable. It was just absolutely despicable how the how the season ended where it went. I mean, these guys just complete bums. <laughs> Just absolutely, but unwatchable. Baseball is unwatchable. They ruined baseball for me this <laughs> this year. They really did. Baseball is my favorite sport. I watch it a ton. I watch other teams. I was like, because of them, because of the White Sox, I cannot watch any other baseball because it just sucks. Because my favorite team ruined it for me. Are it's you their fault? So two, uh, okay, two two point question. Number one, Jose Abreu probably not coming back, right? I and could know. be a Cub, apparently. It I don't know. Like. He would. You, you guys would love him on the Cubs. Oh, that would sure. hurt me a I'll little bit. Him. But he's yeah. such a. I mean, just a, just a solid dude. And, so okay. Second point. Second parter. Two parter there. 
Uh, how do you feel about uh, McEwing and the first base coach okay, being that's what I want. from the team? All right, let me, let me walk that back a little All bit right. because I will credit the White Sox here. The process this time, it, it was almost like a complete 180 when it came to a managerial search. Supposedly, they interviewed several candidates, if you believe the boobs on Twitter, you know, but <laughs> they went, they actually hired a guy that they didn't even really know before the interview. Like, it wasn't just the next, it wasn't just like the, Former like the, the royal, yeah. the royal yeah. family in England, you know, just going down the freaking line in this <laughs> BS monarchy. Um, so they got a guy outside the organization, which is very unlike the White Sox. His press conference, I heard, I listened to it today on 670 The Score, said all the right things, said really good things, you know, things that, you know, would make me positive maybe at one point. I can't really say it now, but nothing that was glaring. I don't feel really bad about it, but I I like the way, I like the way he was hired versus, you know, what happened with Tony and everything. So that was very unlike, un, un-White Sox for me which is good because whatever they do sucks. So this process was uh, pretty sound in my opinion. And the next thing you asked about um, Super Joe, Daryl Boston and Menachino. Yes. Am I happy they're gone? Oh my God. Am I happy they're gone? That's almost better than that's almost, it's like on the same level of Tony, you know, going away or whatever, because wow. those guys suck. Joe McEwing needed to go a long time ago. I don't even know. I don't even tell you what he, does for the team except wave guys home that <laughs> you know home, that, yeah. that that just yeah. can't run that just can't run they're told not to hustle and here's joe McEwing flapping his arms like go 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 bar, bar, bar. i'm just like okay so there's a breaking philosophy right there's a shitty philosophy but he's not on the same page <laughs> uh daryl boston players guy yeah he's loved in the clubhouse but what the hell does he do takes a shit in the men's room and coaches first base. That's about it. He's got the little that's stopwatch. About, that's right about that's time. about all he does. Yeah, he's timing the thing. I don't even know if he's if he's doing that he's, properly. He just keeps clear. Man, that guy was fast. Yeah. Zero. He just keeps glaring it over and over again. <laughs> Frank Menachino, that guy, I that that is that is awesome that he's gone because I I it's tough it, hitting coach is tough. I know, but. I mean, come on the the whole the whole singles thing. Yeah, I, we we know that's kind of his philosophy. That's kind of Tony's jam right there. This kind of old school mentality when it comes to a hitting approach. There's just no there's just no business for that. And he clearly wasn't clicking with the guys. As I'm I'm not necessarily not necessarily saying he's a bad hitting coach or he doesn't know what he's doing, but it just wasn't. He, I don't think he was just getting through to our yeah. team particularly. So it was. It, it might just be a bad fit for him, but that was that really needed to happen. And that's very unlike White Sox too. I mean, they have fired coaches in the past, but I mean, these are kind of like your three higher ranking coaches, if you will, and they've kind of been around a, a little bit longer, at least with McEwing in Boston. So, I mean, that's that's a very good sign. It's a good step, and it it kind of shows you that you would think that more changes are on the horizon, but you know, you're always, there's always in the back of your mind, well, the white Sox are going to white sock. And, you know, all of a sudden they change their mind and AJ Pruszynski's in some role of power or something like that. Oh, but um, the other move they made 
Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Was uh, bringing in Charlie Montoyo yes, as his bench coach. Bench coach. Which is which I actually like because he I know he got fired by Toronto for whatever reason. Um, he's had success, you know, managing in the big leagues with the Blue Jays. So maybe that's just you know maybe that's just the right fit to have your bench coach, guy with managerial exp- experience, kind of help you along the way, kind of guy to you know pull questions off something like that. Just kind of like someone that's you know other than Miguel Cairo that'll have you know a voice. Um, and then maybe can get through to some of these guys and, you know, really what they need are the, are guys who will communicate and can reiterate fundamentals on how to play baseball because you got, you got guys that are talented, but they're not baseball players right Right. now. And the two, two different things. So we need to bring that together. So going back to, um, what the hell's his name? Grafal. Uh, still trying to learn that. Um, they gave him number five, by the way. Yeah, I saw I that. Know. Ray Durham, that's your guy. Ray Durham, yeah. So, well, well, the one thing I do want to say too is, if anyone out there is very curious, I know Greg, you talked about Frank Medicino getting the the axe today or yesterday, mm-hmm. or I guess technically. Uh, and you want to hear about the importance of a hitting coach, check out the interview Vinny and I did with Jason Kendall last week. Sorry, this is some yeah. self-plugging here. Uh, but Jason did hey, a great a job. He, he goes into detail about what a successful and good hitting coach does mm-hmm. um, and how he would approach that role as well if he were a hitting coach. So check out last week's episode, interview with Jason Kendall. We also talk about uh, he played in Japan in a couple games with the um, – what was Exhibition that? Exhibition games. Exhibition games. It was like against... a tour. Yeah, it was like MLB an MLB tour. All-Stars tour. He talks about his ankle injury. Vinny brought up. He was loving the questions Vinny was asking. I just got to throw that nice. out there. He was he was digging it. So if you're interested, if you grew up watching Jason Kendall like we did, definitely check that out. It was our second interview with him, and I'm sure he's already said he would come on more more than happy to come on again. So, um, Vinny, to wrap up our White Sox talk, anything in particular that you caught from either the press conference today, what they're doing, anything you'd like to share? Ozzy interviewed, you know the, supposedly. Do, do you know the background of Pedro Grafal as a player? He was a minor leaguer, correct? Yep. Catcher, was he? Yeah. He's Another catcher. catcher yeah. Jason Kendall talks about that in yeah. the interview, yep. too. Yeah, so I, I thought that was interesting. That was the first thing I looked at, what his background was, and I saw yeah. it was catcher. I was like, oh, look at that one. Makes Another catcher sense. is getting a job. Um, yep. Makes sense. I, I, Greg... I I don't know what the hell is wrong with the White Sox fans on Twitter. <laughs> After our, our, our episode number seventy four, which was two, what? Well, no, it was just ago. last week. It was just last week, or was what? it two weeks? It was two, two weeks, weeks ago. Last yeah, week sorry, was yeah, Jason two Kendall, weeks yeah. ago. Yeah. I'm all thrown off here. That's After right. that episode, the next day they reported they were bringing or Espada was going to get the job. Yeah. It was his his job, and he was going to the, the White Sox were going to announce it, and then within. 
24 hours they were reporting that Ozzy was getting a, a second interview. Right. It, from the same same boobs that are like just cl- completely making they all claim they have sources but the, the i think the greatest thing about pedro grafal was this was on nobody this was not mentioned at all on twitter right. by anybody that this guy was even getting an interview which yeah i thought was when i saw that i had to do a double take to, to, to make sure i was reading it right when i got the announcement on my phone that this guy i really i really job. i really only got his name from um like you know like nbc cbs sports articles as a probable candidate you know he was just kind of like an afterthought on name but yeah, yeah as far as twitter goes yeah there wasn't a whisper or anything really about him so that's why i kind of caught us off guard because we said pedro grafal and we're like who you know we just had most people learned his name when he when they announced it supposedly after his interview like the white Sox organization was smitten by him apparently so he must have interviewed really well i mean i don't know if you guys saw i saw some of the photos taken during the press conference rick hahn looked so happy and so jovial compared yeah. to when Tony yeah. LaRusso was hired and Rick Hahn looked oh, like he wanted to Rick blow Hahn his brains out himself. in that Zoom call. Yeah. yeah. So, well, yeah, oh, I, boy. I, I think it was an NBC reported that um, Pedro Grafal blew, yes, what's wrong with White Sox fans on Twitter? <laughs> and uh, he said Pedro Grafal, in quotes, quote, unquote, blew away the White Sox, you know, front office with the interview. I said, "Oh, blew away." So I tweeted the uh, tweeted the gif of um, angels with filthy souls and the Tommy gun. You know, oh, <laughs> blew away like this. Hopefully, yeah. so <laughs> that's what's wrong with White Sox fans. But um, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I just I just need to see I managerial hire. I mean, that's well and all, but it's just not enough for me to to spark any to spark any hope right now. I need to see I need to see it on the field, and I need to see you know actual actual uh upgrades to the roster yeah so, that's the next, the next big thing to do mike quaddy or dale swain or he, he could, could be, the be next, uh, or he could be the next, the next manager Ricky. of the year exactly it's all exactly. on the table right yeah. now yeah. he could be it's the next greatest scope. thing he could be like you said the next you know ed boob list you know or see why white Sox may like, bring back tony you know <laughs> it's just gotten oh. to that point you know there's there's always some out there what's so. what's how much do you want to bet first losing losing streak of the season someone in white Sox twitter says we should have kept tony okay yep they'll be there they're getting, <laughs> oh, they're getting they'll be one up and or ready, two so. yeah there'll be some yeah they'll be, some. Or they'll be asking he, for charlie montoyo to take over or something oh yeah that's yeah. probably the big one yeah yeah i was gonna say rick was probably very relieved and happy because he didn't have to answer any questions about the DUI. Remember, that was like one of the first the things first that, yeah. that he had to ask yeah. answer was, did they know about the DUI? Which I still don't remember what his answer was, but obviously it didn't matter because it what, wasn't his just, call. Just what a horrible time. I mean, yeah. just, he was a Hall of Famer baseball person. That's all that mattered, didn't he? I mean, well, I mean, just think about that. Like I said before, just a complete one eight. I mean, look how look how normal this was. Like the White Sox had a moment of normalcy, you know, yep. for the next. Like this is how other teams kind. Of, this is how other kind. Of, he was at the Blackhawks game today. Yeah, um, he got a nice introduction there. The press conference went okay. The right. And I was waiting for like a clown and, car to show up. I'm like, come on, yeah. something's got to go wrong. <laughs> something's good. So no, it was all. It was so normal. That's why it feels so weird. Weird. That's why I don't know how to react to it because there's no weirdness and it, w- it wasn't stupid. You know, I'm like, I'm watching. I'm like, where's the stupid? 
you know, because the White Sox are there. I see Rick Hahn, there's, you know, Jerry, there's Kenny. I'm like, what? When, when's the stupid stuff going to start happening? And it was all very, it was all very normal. I'm just like, I don't know what to do with myself. So <laughs> what do I, what do I do with my hands? What, what do I right? do? Yeah. What do I do? So, uh, well, Greg, I wish you the best of luck with your White Sox fandom. And I, I hope, you know, I, I, I don't, this, this is, this season. is going to be, this is, this is going to be a ride. I mean, we're, this is going to be interesting. You know what, though? I feel yeah. like that unknown yep. is kind of exciting as a baseball fan because I feel like that's kind of where I was the second half of the Cubs season was I knew they weren't going to make the playoffs, but, like, that unknown of, man, some of these players coming up look really good. Yeah. Whereas, like, the White Sox fans mm-hmm. now have something that's, he, uh, you know, Grafala is an unknown entity in terms of being an actual manager. So yeah. it's kind of exciting. It could go great. It could also go horrible. Who knows? But, I mean, it's exciting because you don't know what to expect. What it's I do like, start. it is. And what I do like, too, is that they kept Ethan Katz, speaking of yes. coaches, because that guy, you know, has earned the right to be yes. here, obviously, because I think he's a great pitching coach. I think he did really good things with the pitching staff for the most part. So, to hear. Um, yeah, we'll see how they build it from here, and then we'll we'll see where this uh, this season goes. We'll see how many DHs we have playing the outfield and all that. Hopefully, no more than one. Yeah, I really don't know. I really don't know where this roster is going to shape up. But, well, you know, um, we got the winter meetings will be up in no time, and uh, you'll get a feel for what's going on. So it, it's going to get exciting from here on out. Um, real hopefully. quick, Cubs, uh, Ian Glove. Ian Glove. E- wow. Hey, that could be a name for him. Gold Glove Hap. Yeah. I saved it. There you go. Ian Hap wins his first Gold Glove. I know, I think two weeks ago, Vinny, we talked about with Jake. Jake, uh, I, I remember you told me, but not, thank you. I almost said Bujnowski and I know that's wrong. Um, we talked about it with him about how Ian Happ was one of the top three. We figured he wouldn't get it, but he deserved it. And lo and behold, he wins his first gold glove, um, who totally deserving. I'll be honest. I'm like, I was this close to buying an Ian Happ jersey that was on sale yesterday. Aren't you his biggest fan? I am. I love that guy. Look at that turnaround. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Talk about a switch. Um, and it was one of the it was one of the City Connect Wrigleyville jerseys. So it was Ooh, close. I thought I'm you like, hated I, that jersey. I, I, it was I on did. sale though. I did, but it was on sale. On <laughs> it's growing on me. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't buy it. I told. I told Vinny before the show. I've been on kind of a jersey hunt lately, Greg. I just bought a Muggsy Bogues jersey. Is that because you're reading the book? Because I'm reading the book. Yeah, the jersey Sucker with man. it. Yeah, the jersey came. With I'll it. take the jersey. You can keep the book. Right? So. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for Ian Happ. Like I've talked about in the past, I couldn't. wasn't a big fan of him, but he's turned it around. It's it's working. I hope they extend this guy. I know he did a video. On YouTube, I think for Cubs or was it for, it might have been for ESPN. I don't remember what it was for, but just him talking about, like, he gets the importance of the fans and he appreciates them and could be a load of crap. Maybe it's just good PR. I don't know, but he seems like a genuine dude. I really hope they extend him to have him and Seiya Suzuki playing the corner outfield positions for a while would be awesome. Um, But, you know, who knows? So Uh, really quick, Cubs fan, Rizzo or Abreu? I'll take Abreu. (laughs) At, at oh, this point, with uh, Matt Merton Mervis down in the minors, batting left-handed, I think Jose Abreu makes more sense to have that right-left platoon. Yeah, um, I think Mervis. Abreu would be a good good <laughs> mentor to Mervis to see if he actually, hopefully, can be that power-hitting first baseman that they're looking for. Um, in the system because yeah. he really took off this year. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Um, but I would prefer 
uh, Abreu. He'll be cheaper too, um, so they can allocate the the limited resources that ownership has allotted for Jed to use. So, uh, <laughs> yes, I'm just we'll try know, to be cost savings on the deal there. We we had the messy breakup. Time has passed. Why do we need to reopen all those wounds? Let's let bygones be bygones. His back is going to act up halfway or maybe a quarter through the season. <clears throat> I'm good. I, I don't need Rizzo back. He's you're a Yankee a, now. Good. He's got like that Yankee scumbag Yankee. 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 Damn Yankees. The Yankees lose. He's got that scumbag Yankee. Damn it, I almost said it again. Scumbag Yankee like. Stink on him. Stink on him now. No got offense to Yankee any of our Yankee stink. fan listeners, but um, yeah. So Oh, we know we, we, we you know we love you. Yes. And hate do. you at the Deep same down. time. So uh real quick, <laughs> World Series talk. Um surprises, who you pulling for? Um I think I know who we're all pulling for. I'm assuming the Phillies, right? This is a hard one matter? for me. Yeah, both the, I could do without both these teams. I I, you, know you know what? You know what? I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for Kyle Schwarber. Yeah, that's because it. that yeah. guy, that guy is just a monster. And this yeah. World Series is so goofy. I mean, you go from setting a record of most home runs in a World Series game to getting no hit the no next hit, day. Right? Like, this is this is weird. I'm, I'm not crazy about either of these no, teams. Really? No. The Astros. I've never been a big Philly guy. It's more of the city than the team. But goes <laughs> Houston together. is yeah, up but... two to one right now in the okay. bottom of the seventh inning. Series is tied two two. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, this, I, really, I like Kyle. I mean, I love Kyle Schwarber. So like Nick, see Nick him Castellanos. win. Yeah. Castellanos. Yeah. It's another David guy. Robertson. I don't know. Oh, yeah, Robertson's in the pen. That's right. That's right. So, uh, Dr. Dr. T- Mantis Tabak, correct, Vinny, <laughs> writes in. He says the yes. Phillies just ordered a pepperoni pizza last night. So, yes, they oh, did. Oh, boy. They, they, had a, they had a rough go. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. Uh, the no-hit, the combined no-hitter was weird to see. Uh, I've watched a little bit here and there. I have not watched I've watched game, it. I've, I've really watched it on replay. Yeah. Really. I kind of watch yep. it bits and pieces the uh, next day or something like that. With, so. with any playoff series or any playoffs that the team, the Chicago team is not in, I'm all in like the first series when there's games back to back to back. And then as you get closer, I kind of trail off a little Didn't bit. Did you have the Phillies in the World Series, Justin, in the prediction pod? Ooh, I'm, I think I had Phillies Blue Jays. I think you did. Yeah. Because yeah, it was so a, recap, you, a return yeah. to, was it 93, 93? Two, something like right. That. Wow, right. look at that. Yeah. So there you go. You, you, you're, you're you're you win that Justin. one. I got him. Yeah. It's all that one of my picks doing. didn't even make the playoffs, so oh. <laughs> didn't deserve to be there. So <laughs> yeah, Losers. we're gonna have to go after the season ends. We're gonna we have to go, go through those. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The predictions. It's so. gonna be mine. Mine is just bad. <laughs> well, we don't we don't need to rehash that, Penny. It's okay. Um, All right, gentlemen, I'm going to sign off right here. Wish Greg, you guys it's been a pleasure. Best. Have a good show. Thank you for all your support. I'll, ch- I'll, ch- I'll try and chime in here and there. So. Sounds good. Sounds all good, right. Greg. Thanks, good Greg. Show, boys. See ya. See ya. All right, Vinny, are you ready for some football talk? Am I? Of course. All right. Manures of the Midway. <laughs> Where the guys talk the pile of horse crap that is the Chicago Bears. I mean, when you consider the other choices, manure is actually pretty refreshing. <laughs> All right, Vinny, I'm going to defer to you because you are the resident football expert on this podcast. Um, so where do you want to start, Vinny? How about them Cowboys? All right, tell me about them Cowboys. Oh, did you watch the game at all? Mm-hmm. That was, oh, man, that was, that that game is what 
Bear fans were hoping for when the beginning of the season started. Yeah. Justin Fields looked great. You know, he had his best game statistically uh, of his career against a good defense. Right. Um, the defense for the Bears just got ran over, um, literally, by Tony Pollard. Uh, he had three rushing <laughs> touchdowns. Uh, it it just was one of those things where they just couldn't stop them. They were just it was the it was one of those games where the talent you can easily see the talent from one team is better than the other team, and yeah. it showed. Um, you know. Dallas is a playoff team. They all they're got Super Bowl aspirations down there, and they have the talent on the field to make that run. And the Bears don't. Um, it was obvious. Obviously, they need defensive line help because they were just Swiss cheese for the the Dallas Cowboys to just butcher all night and run through. Um, it, it was just, yeah, it was ugly on defense. The offense looked good. Um, it, there were some desperation type plays on the offense. Um, you know, the, I don't know if you saw the uh, lateral, backwards lateral from Dante Pettis trying to hit mm-hmm. David Montgomery. It was kind of cheesy, but, um, you know, they were trying to do something to to catch up, to catch, you know, get a quick score and to to catch Dallas off guard because, you know, Dallas is a, they're a good team. You know, that's a really good defense. Um, but yeah, it was, it was one of those things where they made enough stops and they, you know, they got it within five at one point and then they went for two points. And I know a lot of people were, you know, I was listening to radio and they were giving them, you know, crap for going for two, you know, that, that took the wind out of their sails because they didn't get it. But at the same time, if they do get it, that kind of probably puts more wind in the sails because at, they were down fourteen to nothing. Right. But like, before, like you would blink at, at the beginning of the game, you blinked and it was fourteen to nothing. You're like, what the hell happened? And to get it within, to get it within five was impressive. And if they would have gotten within a field goal, one score game, yeah. come on! Like, I think that would have been a bigger momentum swing than them not making the two point conversion or you know. Kicking the field goal, I, I think the 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 bigger momentum would have been from that. Kicking a field goal, I don't think would have it, it would have done that much. Maybe it would have. I, I don't know. I was fine with them going for two there. I mean, it was an act of desperation, but at the same time, they couldn't like they had a hard time stopping them. I know they they made second half adjustments because they did slow them down a bit there mm-hmm. in the second half. But then, yeah, it was like after they missed the two point conversion, it was kind of like okay, that was our last chance there. Now we're not going to be able to. But I don't think kicking a field goal would have really done that much either it would have put him in within four it's still a two score game so yeah yeah it was it was definitely one of those games where you can see the talent efficiency between the two teams i was fine with it you know the offense looked okay uh justin fields looked great justin fields was incredible yep he just really needs to avoid getting hurt (laughs) um keep him on the field keep him safe Yep, and he's still taking a lot of hard hits. Um, yes. I know his touchdown run, uh, I don't know if you saw that, it was a thing of beauty. I mean, yes, he just glided around everybody, and it was just, it was perfect. Um, it was like somebody it, playing just, a game of Madden, you know what I mean? Exactly, like, yeah. and that's something we've never seen from no. the quarterback play as Bear no. fans. Not, not it was, and it's, 
it's so refreshing to see. So that game went, you know, I, I, they scored more points than I thought they were going to. I, I had them picked for 10, 10 to 30. It was going to be <laughs> a blowout. That was not what but I expected. No. Um, so I was glad to see that they put up as many points as they did and Justin Fields look as good as he did. So everything came out okay out of that game. You know, Justin Fields progressed again. Two good games in a row. He's starting to stack games mm-hmm. back-to-back, which is good to see. Um, that progression there, you know, they lost, so that helps their draft pick. Um, so – yeah, I, I think, um, you know, and Justin Fields came out of the game with no injuries. So, yeah, win I, all around. I was shocked. I had that game on, and, I you know, at, the, at halftime, I was like, oh, maybe I'll change it. And, like, they were just – the offense was just giving me enough to keep me interested because, like, you didn't know. I was so excited to just see what Justin Fields was going to do or come up with or audible or scramble or whatever. Yep. Uh, defense, oh, boy. But – um. Well, that, that kind of can lead us to our next point. So the defense this week, uh, two big pieces. Robert Quinn is gone. Uh, he was Roquan gone in the Cowboys game. Yes, he was. I'm sorry. Thank you. Roquan Smith is gone. Um, and we have they're, – they're kind of shipping out defensive guys to bring in picks and also big wide receiver acquisition, uh, which I was kind of surprised. Uh, I know a lot of people weren't too happy with that trade because of the second-round pick that they gave up. I believe it was the Bears pick, not the Ravens' yes. second-round pick. Um, Correct. So I don't know, but you know, I'm kind of excited. What what was your take on the trade deadline this week? What a fantastic trade deadline yeah. for the NFL. It was um, great. And nothing I, ever I happens usually. No. It's maybe one or two trades, if that. I, I don't know why. Maybe is it, it maybe it's because there's the you know extra team getting in so that everybody's got a chance. I mean the Bears are in the playoff on at three and five. Which is insane. Yeah, if you would have told me that at the beginning of the season, eight games in the season, they'd still be in the playoff hunt. I'd be like, probably not. What are you but, smoking? Yeah, exactly. Um, you know that, but they are. Um, so we'll see. Uh, you know, getting rid of Roquan Smith, it was a smart trade. I, yes. I mean, he wanted twenty million a year. Uh, not he's it. not worth that. He, you know, he's. We talked about that earlier with Pretzel Vince. Um, he's never played in this type of system before right. uh, going back to his day in, days in college. So he definitely looked lost. It would have been nice to maybe see, okay, what would he do with a whole year in the system going into next year? But they didn't have that time. Right. His time was up. Uh, they were too far away. Poles even said himself in the, the press conference that he held after the trade deadline that they were just too far away and he didn't see them closing that gap. So you got to get something for nothing. That's the smart thing to do. Yep. Um, we all know that they're, you know, they're not Super Bowl contenders. Uh, this team is, I mean, clearly the yeah. Cowboys game showed that. And yeah. Roquan Smith was a big part of that. He was getting pushed around the field constantly. He's had about three good games this year out of eight. Uh, he gets lost for, you know, quarters of a game. You, yeah. He doesn't show up. Um, so I'm fine. They can, you know, the guys at uh, Un- Unbearable Sports broke down the Roquan Smith trade, and they were saying guys for that will position that he, the weak side linebacker that he yep. was playing, go for about eight to ten million for a good weak side linebacker. So they're saving around ten to twelve million in that position that they can utilize in somewhere else that they really need to fill that, you know, put that money towards like the offensive line. Right. Um, so I, I'm fine with that. You know, getting a second and a fifth, 
it's hard to value picks. No, you're um, right. You're right. You know, yeah, you're not going to probably get a, you know, a talented guy like Roquan Smith in the second, but maybe you can. I don't know. It's a crapshoot. And again, that ties into my next point. I'm glad that they they traded a second round pick for a proven wide, wide receiver. receiver. Yeah. Uh, you know, Claypool caught 10 touchdown passes his first year and then he had a bad second year. This is his third year in the NFL. Uh, his second year, he had the ghost of Ben Roethlisberger and uh, <laughs> Mason Rudolph throwing oh to him. The, the Mason Rudolph even had a worse arm than Ben Roethlisberger, who pretty much didn't have an arm throwing There's out there. There's nothing left, mean, yeah. So, and then they were underutilizing him from what I was reading. They were underutilizing him, having, having him play more of the slot instead of on the outside, which is where he's better suited at. Sure. And he also has Mitch Trubisky, which we all know Mitch's mm. limitations here, and yeah. another rookie quarterback. So we know wide receivers struggle when the quarterback play is bad. I mean, we, we've witnessed that firsthand in Chicago. Sure. Yeah. So I'm fine with them spending a second. I mean, what are you going to do? You know, people were, I heard someone call into the score. Don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And say they should have saved the second round pick because Claypool's unproven in the NFL. <laughs> so is the second round it pick. on a wide receiver. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't, did you not just listen to what you, Claypool? First of all, Claypool is proven. Yeah. Second of all, you're going to spend the pick on a wide receiver who is unproven in the NFL. Like, what do you, like, people are complaining about it. <sighs> yes, they had to slightly overpay because the Packers also were in on, I mean, that's been reported the Packers were in on, so the Bears had to go with their second yeah. because that's what Baltimore wanted for them to trade with the Bears because yep. they're expecting the Bears to have a worse record than the Packers. But guess what? They're Both their records right now are three and five. Yeah. So, and the Bears have a better schedule than the Packers, so the yeah. Bears might actually have a better record wow. at the end of the season. We could see. Um, I, you know, maybe maybe that does happen. I don't know. The Packers, they're looking bad right now. I, I you know, I can't speak for you know what their record's going to be, but I'm assuming they have a harder schedule and they don't look good right now. No, um, it's so it's I, been kind of fun to see them fall apart as a Bears. Yeah, fan. it's it's, been, it's been bad. Um. But, you know, to get back to Claypool, it's going to be exciting to see what he's going to do. I'm really liking the wide receiver group they got right now with, yeah. you know, bringing him in. It's kind of like when you get that closer or that, you know, back end of the bullpen guy and it shifts everybody Pushes into the order they need to be bit. in. That's exactly what's happening here with the Bears. It's putting everybody in the right spot. Darnell Mooney doesn't have to be that, you know, ex, you know, wide receiver, the guy that's going to go up and get it. Obviously, he's not that. He's kind of shown that. Yeah. But he's going to be like the 1A to the 1B. You know, those those are going to be the two top targets probably. But then you got guys like 
Byron Pringle, who hasn't had a lot of time, you know, he's been injured. Nikhil Harry just got back. Got back I'm yeah. really excited to see. I mean, well, he's caught a couple touchdown passes, or I think one or two maybe touchdown passes. I know he caught one in the Dallas game. I thought he had one, or he had a couple big catches in the New England game. Okay. I, I'm excited to see what he's going to do uh, moving forward, too. And, um, yeah, so I, I think it's a great move. I know there was another move out there that the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars traded for Kelvin Ridley. Yep. And a lot of people were, well, why didn't the Bears go after him? Well, here's the thing. Kelvin Ridley's not playing this year. No. I, I you know, they, Jacksonville did a lot to bring in a lot of good receivers for Trevor Lawrence. So they have the benefit to maybe not – go and get somebody that's playing this year but why would you want a guy that hasn't is not going to help you out this year and then he, you don't know what he's going to do the next year and yeah. he's a guy that you know has been dinged up in his career he hasn't i think 2021 might have been his first full season or maybe 2020 but he's been dinged up quite a bit with some soft tissue injuries if i if i remember correctly i know that happened early on in his career and i know he might have had third his third season he might have had a full season of games 2020 or 2021 but you know I, i'm fine with them spending uh spending on a receiver that's going to be here for nine games this year and all of next year and he's going to have all that time to work with Fields to get you know get acclimated to kind of build that rapport. So, yeah, I, I'm I'm all for that that pick. Um, and yeah, to, to the people that are upset, I don't I don't get it because they're, they're the same people that are like, well, Poles didn't do anything this offseason. To, yeah, it to doesn't. Help, yeah, to help Fields. Well, here's something he's doing something he's doing right something now. Now, yeah. And the and the wide receiver class and another caller I heard on the score would say, "Well, the Bears have all this cap space and they they should just, you know, go out and get a a wide receiver in free agency." It's not very deep, right? No, it's not. And I, I didn't I don't have the um wide receiver free agents uh for the NFL, but uh here we go. Here's the from Spot Track um the top wide receivers. Um, let's see here: I'm Nelson Aguilar, yeah. Sterling Shepard, DJ Chark, Randall Cobb, Marvin Jones. To um, say Julio Jones, but he's Alan Lazard, old. I think. Yep, Alan Lazard, Juju Byron Smith, Pringle, yeah, Jacoby Myers. He's been kind of flashing this year. He'd be somebody. Juju Smith-Schuster, AJ Green. I mean, it's not. You're you're not not a number one guy no, out nobody, there. So nobody jumps out on the page. Yeah. No, Marquise Goodwin. He was here, and yeah, yeah he's old. Yeah. So it it doesn't make any sense. I mean, and for wide receiver, that's a position where you overpay. I mean, look at what the Jaguars did. They spent a lot of money for guys that probably shouldn't be making that kind of money but that's what the going rate is so spending a draft pick on a guy that you know instead of spending 20 million for a guy that maybe probably shouldn't be earning 20 million it, it made sense to do the that and even Paul said it himself that that's where the resources needed to go to be able to save some cap space because you're only paying claypool about two million next year so that's for a guy that's supposed to be that one x type of receiver that's a that's a big savings there. Yeah. So 
uh, again, I, I'm fine with the the pick. They still have a second round pick. Um, they may move back in the first round depending on where they end up. That's still a possibility to recoup more picks. So th- there's still a lot lot to be said and done um, that's not written in stone yet for this upcoming draft that people are upset about. So we'll see. I like the moves that they made. Um, so yeah, long answer for no. Your, that was your that was question. a great. A great all-encompassing response. Um, I guess before we move on to whatever, you got any picks for this week in terms of the Bears game? They are playing Miami oh, in Chicago. Okay. Um, I'm going to say the Bears pull out the victory. Wow. They're going to win. Really? Yeah. They're going to win 27-21. to 21. Wow. Okay. I'm going to go – I think the Dolphins are going to steamroll them. Uh, I'm going to go Dolphins 35, Bears 21. Okay. I'm, I'm going to write this one down, 35 right. to 21. We what did I say, 27 to 21? Yeah, I just – I'm worried. I, I get why they're moving the defense defensive peop, you know, players. I get why they moved Roquan and Robert Quinn, but I just don't know if they're going to have enough to – to hold it down. Granted, like you said, uh, uh, Roquan was getting pushed around a lot in that last game. So, oh, we have a uh, Zach writes in in the chat. Dolphins twenty eight, Bears three. Wow. I, I'm thinking Justin Fields is going to keep them in it. It's just a matter of it's going to be a track meet. Who can who can keep going? Yeah. So yeah, it'll it'll be interesting. Plus they're playing, and you know, I don't, I don't, honestly don't know what the weather is going to be like. Hopefully, it's probably going to be warm and mild, like it's been. The past I believe couple six, days, sixties. I think I want to say. I know it's uh, supposed to rain. Not, on not Saturday, cold enough. But not cold enough. No. So. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, should we move on to our whatever? Sure. All right. Let's do it. Now it's time for whatever. 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 Whatever you want. Whatever I want. Whatever, dude, irrelevant. Whatever, dude. All right, Vinny. It's all yours. Welcome to whatever baseball whatever. This week we are. <laughs> it's getting good. It's getting better every creepy? week. Every week it gets better. Every week. <laughs> better or worse? Better. Uh, better in every possible way. This week uh, we kind of. Justin and I talked about it and kind of came up with going with the top five Blink-182 songs because of their new single out, Edging. Yes. Um, and, yes, uh, we are going to count down. Yeah, I, I don't know how much, Justin, a Blink-182 fan you are. I, myself, I, I can't say, like, I'm a huge fan. I really enjoy their music, but I'm yes. not like, oh, you know, you were telling me that – um Guy, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, the, the drummer, oh, uh, uh, Travis Parker. Yes, that he wasn't the. Uh, he wasn't I want to say first Baker. <laughs> See Travis again, this Baker. is how big of a fan I am. Yeah, Travis Barker. It, uh, you know, um, he wasn't their original drummer. I Correct. had no idea yes. that was uh, that was something new to me. And then uh, that when Tom DeLonge was alien chasing, I didn't realize that they substituted somebody else yes, in there. I noticed got, that when I was listening to the songs, their, but I their, didn't. Yeah, their their sound was definitely different. Uh, they got Matt Skiba, who is from Illinois. Uh, he was the lead singer and guitarist of Alkaline Trio, which I know in high school, 
I was a big fan of them because it, I thought it made me like a cool punk kid listening to Alkaline Trio. So you were a cool punk kid. I Justin. still am. Uh, I'll be yes. honest though. I I got so I got my Vans. Well, I don't have them on right now, but I have all my Vans and Converse upstairs. Um, Alkaline Trio. I think I only knew like one of their songs, and I would go around telling people I liked them, and that was you're it, a big so. ba- big fan of them. And Oddly enough, the song I liked hit. of theirs was Stupid Kids. So I think that. <laughs> kind of fits in perfectly so um yeah oh, no boy. i mean i i um to piggyback off you i i would say i'm a pretty decent fan of blink 182 i will be honest once tom DeLong left i know we talked about he got really into like trying to prove aliens existed and things like that um so, we should have seen that coming though with the song yeah now aliens that it, it makes aliens exist it makes sense but yeah once he left i kind of ducked out you know, mm-hmm. I would still occasionally listen to the new singles that would get released, and they were fine. But, um, you know, their, like, first couple main big albums were when I was really into it, and then I kind of trailed off. But I am I, – I did see them in concert uh, probably, like, about 10, 11, 10 years ago. It was it was uh, Panic at the Disco, Fall Out Boy, and Blink-182. And they Travis Barker put on an – that guy – as weird as he is, especially now dating or married to a Kardashian, uh, he is a. Oh, he is. A, he's married to Courtney Cart. No, hold on. He's married. He got married to one of the Kardashians. Yes. Oh wow, that is really weird. I didn't yes, realize he that. He is married to Courtney Kardashian. He was also married to Shanna Mokler, who I know she was popular in the early two thousands. I don't remember what she was popular for. Didn't he almost die in a plane crash? He did. I believe he did, yeah. And he also was in the hospital for a while. He he got, like, some horrible infection, too, and he, he's kind of made a full recovery. But uh, I still remember on tour, uh, when they would come back out for their encore, they would strap him into his drum stool and his drum set, and they would literally lift up the stage and spin it upside down, and he would keep playing all these drum fills and drum solos while he was spinning and upside down. That's amazing. amazing drummer. It was amazing. So I'm I'm still hoping I can find tickets on the cheap. I don't think that's going to happen. But um, I I wonder where he ranks in the rock lore drummers. of drummers. I mean, Neil Peart is the quote unquote best. Yeah, drummer. John Bonham's I mean, yeah, got to be up there. That's what everybody say from, he's the best Zeppelin. one. Yeah, I mean, Travis Barker is really good. Yeah, he is really. He's got to be top ten at least. Oh, maybe top I'd say five. so. Yeah, that that might be a good question. We might have to throw out on Twitter is, yeah, top five top best drummers. So yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, well, Vinny, Justin, I'll let you kick it off. I think last time I I jumped on and took, right. took the lead, so I'll le- I'll let you start off your number five. Uh, my number five is actually before Travis Barker. I know we just got done singing his praises. Um, I'm trying to find out who their former drummer was. Uh, this is, it was Scott William Rayner Jr. was their first drummer, and he left the band, I believe. Sounds like to, a serial killer's name. Yeah, I think he, it does sound like a serial killer name. Um, the real reason they fired their drummer, I believe they fired him so he would go to rehab, I believe is why they fired him. Oh, boy. Uh, and I, I think they're all good, but there's conflicting stories. Anyway, uh, this song was popular when he was still in the band. This was probably one of their earlier hits. It's been in a bunch of movies, and that is the song Damn It. It's a good um, one. I love that song. It's just as a drummer or former drummer at this point, I still have my drums, but I don't play them very often ever. Uh, the intro and that drum part is just so good. Um, highly recommended. I'm, I'm listening mm-hmm. to it right now as, as we speak. But, um, yeah, the guitar part comes in right away. 
and then it's just a complete you know drum roll on the snare uh just such a good song um just pumps you up reminds me of being in high school it's literally i think just the story of them like just crap that happened in their high school stuff going on in their high school so that is my number five uh damn it um and if you Good go back one. and watch that music video, holy cow, do these guys look young. You and wow. your music videos, man. I love music. I watch music videos when I run on the treadmill. So um, I go I go on Why YouTube you just and I just listen to the music and then like have Sports Center on or something. I don't know. I'm set in my ways, Vinny. Because you I really know are. if I'm on the treadmill for 40 minutes, I, if I, I know in my head, like, all right, that's like seven or eight songs. And I just kind of count down how many songs left. You can also off. listen to those songs and I watch could. sports. You could. could you could be watching the Blackhawks or the problem with that is oh, we're diving deep here. If I watch something that has a timer running, like a like a basketball or hockey game, I just fixate on the timer and it makes me feel like I'm running on the treadmill forever. Because when I do run on the treadmill, I cover the screen up so I can't see how much time is left. Oh, wow. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Where do you want to begin? So that is my yeah. number five. Damn it! <laughs> Let's move on. That's a good one. That almost made my number five, okay. although I had to change it out. Um, this one actually is from their album Neighborhoods. Um, okay. So this one I, I I heard just recently, um, and so I put it on here. I kind of like the, the 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 musical aspect of it. Um, it's called MH four eighteen two thousand eleven. Oh. It's kind of got a Food Fighters vibe to it. Okay. And that's kind of why I put it there, just because it was different a lot, you know, more than their other stuff from their earlier CDs, uh, like Enema of the State and Take Off Your, um, what, Jacket and Pants, or did I get that right? Um, but yeah, right. so the song, yeah, it's just got a very Food Fighter ish vibe. Even the drums, it's kind of reminds me of Dave Grohl. Um, on the drums, which you know, he's another fantastic. oh, another another great drummer, yep. yeah, for yep, sure. another great drummer up there. Um, but yeah, so number five, MH four eighteen two thousand eleven. So I, I'd be curious because I know you're a Foo Fighters fan, and I know Greg is. Too bad Greg's not here, um, to have him listen to it. But yeah, I I liked it just because it kind of was different from all their other stuff. I'm trying to find it right now, MH four two thousand eleven. Is that what it's yeah. called? And is I think is I wrote it, all... it down right. All right, I can't find it. I'll look, I'll listen to it later. But um, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And and that is the one cool thing is I feel like Blink One Eighty Two in particular. Yes, we talked about their newer stuff before Tom DeLonge came back was a little bit different. But I feel like they have a very wide range of spectrum of where they can go with things, and that leads me mm-hmm. into my number four song. Actually, um, very different. Literally got the stand up bass in this song as opposed to the bass guitar, and that is "I Miss You." Do you remember that song, Vinny? Mm. Yes, I do know that I love song. that song. It's it's very different than the rest of their stuff. Very, very mellow. Um, not nearly as, like, pop-punky yep. and upbeat and fast and, like, quick tempo. Um, I know somebody did write in on Twitter. I can't remember who it was. I think we have it written down somewhere. Yes, oh, it was uh, Channing, Cummings. Channing Cummings. He wrote yep. and he said, if anyone says I miss you in their top five, you're out of here. All right, I apologize, Channing. That is my number four. Um, great song. Yep. Great music video? No, uh, I'm kidding. Um, does yeah, it have a music video? It, oh, yeah, of it course was, it does. Of course. Okay, it does. I was going to say it was popular. It was popular. Yeah, I just, I love the the, the bass, the stand-up bass kind of working in the orchestral sounds a little yep. bit. Um, Tom DeLonge does a really good job on that song with his vocals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Travis Barker, you know, kind of just going along, um, doing his thing. But, yeah, good song. And 
very, um, you know, most of their albums, it's like just ratcheting up the intensity and the craziness. And then this one kind of takes it down a little bit, which I'm always for, you know, because I'm such a mellow guy in general. Right, Vinny? Um, yes, you are. Always. Uh, so that is my number four. I miss you. Good one. Um, you. Yeah, I that one. Yeah, I, I did enjoy that one. I'll have to say I, it's not on my top five. Okay. Um, so okay. I'm not out of here like you. Um, but <laughs> um, yeah, I did, I, did, I did enjoy that one. I, I, I'll shamefully admit that one. Um, and it is definitely a lot different. Different. Yes. Very. I mean, it's kind of like Adam's songish, but not yes, very, as depressing. Not as depressing. Um, and yeah, we can talk about that one later for sure, too. Yeah. Um, but moving on, um, my number four was Mutt. Um, oh, okay. From Enema of the, uh, the, yeah, the State. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed that one. Um, the, the lyrics to that song, it's pretty much like everybody in high school knew of a couple that was just in a, like that type of relationship. The girl was looking for somebody better and the guy was only in it just to have some sex and stuff like that. Um, and the, the music in it's great too. Uh, and it was also featured in, uh, American pie. Yes. The original, yeah. Uh, that's another reason why I like it when he's running back and forth to the I house. I forgot they're in that movie altogether. <laughs> and, that, that, and they're in that movie. Yeah, that's the scene they're in too. Uh, yeah. when they're live streaming, uh, before <laughs> live streaming was a real a thing, thing yeah. with, uh, with they the were, webcam. So. They were so ahead of the curve there. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I like that song. It's, it's just a good song. Kind of, it's kind of up, upbeaty, bouncy and stuff like that. And yeah, good song. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah, I, I do. I'm listening to it right now. I do miss that. And I, I did find that MH4 song. Uh, yeah, that has a, a definite, definite harder rock Foo Fighters vibe. Yeah. I like that. I'll have to throw that into my regular rotation. Yeah, that song, Mutt. Um, yeah, that that is such a great song. I think you nailed it with the lyrics. And God, I totally forgot they're in American Pie. Yeah. And they're, they're, God, man, they were ahead of the curve with the live streaming thing. All right. Um, My number Justin, three. Yep. Right? We have three. Yes, we are. My number three, this is from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Uh, I actually, I this is a great song, uh, and that is Reckless Abandon. I don't know if you've heard that nice. song, Vinny. Yep. Um, I believe that is another Tom DeLonge song. I, I feel like I like Mark Hoppus a lot, but I feel like a lot of Tom DeLonge songs are the ones that I kind of, he's got a yeah. very distinct voice. Yes, um, he does. It's like Tim Armstrong. It, yeah, yeah. It, it's Rancid. very... Yeah, I I don't even know how else to to say it to be honest. Um, I would say it's kind of whinish. Yeah, but yeah, I, I, it's not. I mean, I, I that's the best way I can put it is whiny, but it, I feel like that's kind of crude and yeah, I, it's doesn't do it justice. And I know you you could go like the emo route because I know that was such yeah. a big thing when we were in high school. Which I think it's funny now. Kids these days just think it's it's a a way to dress. It's not a, a music style, but um. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. It not like a t- a tinge of whininess a little bit, or like kind of just like yeah, I, I don't know how else to say it. But I do love that song. I love the the chorus, and then going back to the verses, the way it kind of interludes and changes is pretty good. Um, yeah, just a just a great song, easy to sing to, very easy hook to sing to. 
Um, not necessarily one of their more popular songs. I don't think I've ever heard that one on the radio, but uh, no. one of my favorite songs of theirs for sure. That is my number three, Reckless Abandon. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, my number three is the song that got me liking Blink-182, and that is What's My Age Again. Oh, yeah. Um, that's, I mean, it was, it, I, I didn't want to put this one on here just because it's so popular. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was the song that got me hooked on them. Uh, it's just a great, just adolescent song. Uh, it is. Call, calling his girlfriend's mom. And <laughs> on saying a payphone, no less. In jail. Yeah. Uh, just, just funny stuff um just you know it's just one of those good adolescent songs and that's what a lot of their their music is it's just adolescence coming of age type songs yeah. um what it just and it, listening to them just reminds me of high school um yeah, that, that's, that's one of the reasons on. why i like them it's good nostalgia yep. there um and that's just one of the songs and although i remember listening to that riding to the bus to like fourth or fifth grade i think is when that when i would grade i was in when that came out and uh my buddy chris david had that cd and so we listened to it spilling earbuds listening to the song like listen that entire cd and that song and it was just great um so yeah that was my number three is what's my age again uh that's that's a good one i well i'll i'll save what i'm gonna say for later um all right (laughs) My number two, two. uh, no surprise, this is also from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket, because that was the album I listened to the most as a kid. Uh, God, that would have been 2000, 2001? Yeah, 2001. God, I think I was a freshman in high school, eighth grade, something like that. All right, um, another one, um, Anthem Part 2. I don't know if you've ever Mm, listened to Anthem Part 2. Not a huge fan of the original Anthem song. But uh, which I think was on Enema of the Sea. It's okay. You're killing me, Justin. It's okay. You're killing me. It's all right. It's not bad. It's not bad by any means. Um, hold on. Now I got to go back and listen to that too. Yeah, yeah. Anthem, anthem, original anthem's okay. But I feel like Anthem Part Two has just got a a cooler, cooler vibe to it. Um, I love how it's just kind of talking about. You know, granted, this was, you know, 2001, and they're talking about how everything's falling to pieces, and, oh, God, the next 22 years, uh, I don't know, there weren't, in terms of society, <laughs> right? there was, maybe the tech aspect got better, but yeah. societal changes, oh, boy, uh, I don't know about that right? one, but... Um, don't let being treated for pain be a pain. Come to Downtown's Healthcare, 950 17th Street in Denver. Find out how to reduce pain naturally without surgery, without drugs. Call Downtown's Healthcare, 303-292-9992. Now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. And again, Tom DeLonge singing most of it again. Uh, kind of got that little whiny tinge to his voice, which I love. Um, yeah, I, and I love I love the guitar part. I love the bass line. It's just a, it's just a good song, uh, yep. and it's just one that if I hear it, I'll definitely let it play through if I'm still listening to my iPod in my car. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good song good song yes. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna poo poo it that's All a right. good pick thank um, you thank you 
My number two, uh, the name, the the song name alone is just great without okay. actually listening to the song. But it is Dysentery Gary. Oh God, I don't. What album was that? Enema of the State. All right, I gotta um, listen to this while you're talking. It, it's it's here. great. Uh, the song is about like losing like the what you would think in high school is the one she starts dating some other guy. And that's, you know, he calls him a player and a diarrhea giver. Um, and (laughs) what I, what I like, (laughs) what I like about the song is, um, just, you know, that, that probably happened to everybody in high school is you'd be, you know, there's a girl that you liked, you know, you thought she was the one, then she started dating some guy and he just some jerk, you know, what, what she with that guy for, you know, the lyrics are great. And then it's also a song that features both Tom DeLonge and Mark Hoppus yes, at the same time. And I like that kind of play. It's, you know, they don't really do that too often. in A lot of their songs where they both have the vocals in it, they share it. Right. Um, so I, I do, I do like that. Um, it's, you know, again, Travis Barker and his great, um, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it just, everything about the song is great from the title of the song to just the lyrics and just the, the vocals in it too. Yeah. I, okay. I can get on board with that. I can definitely get on board with that. My number one, uh, this is probably is the cliche answer, but my number one is just, what's my age again? I, Love Other breaking song. news. Water. Wet. Yes. I. You know, I did try. I did try to kind of space out and do some more deep cuts in this list. But uh, number one, I still remember hearing What's My Age Again for the first time in, I, I don't know why I had this thing with music in years, but I want to say it was like 98 maybe? 99? 98? Um, and I remember when thinking. The, when the album came out? Or when the song, when the single came out, I guess. I don't know. When did the was album it, come out? The album came out in. That was like 2000, or not 2000. Ninety nine was it's it that? Enema of the state was June first, oh. ninety nine. But I want to say the single started dropping in at least ninety eight. I think probably it could have been. That could have been. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was early ninety nine. I don't know. But the album it says according to iTunes it was it was uh, okay. June, June ninety nine. But um, I, this is so silly, and and I still think of this every time I hear this song. Is I just remember them talking about what's my age again? You know, twenty three, and in sixth grade thinking, oh my gosh, twenty three is so old. Right. Oh man, that's gonna never. I'm. It's gonna take forever for me to be 23. And then I got to 23, and I'm like, this is so cool. The song that I listened to as a kid. I'm finally 23, and now being 35, I'm like, oh, fuck, I got old. Like, what happened? Right? And then I look and see how old the guys from Blink 182 really are, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not that old yet. I'm okay for a little while longer, but not yet. Um, <laughs> thanks, Vinny. <laughs> it's gonna go in a blink of an eye. Love that song. Um. That video, as silly as it is, I just remember seeing that for the first time and thinking that was the stupidest, dumbest, funniest video of them running around was, naked. Was they, I was going to say, was that the one where they're naked? They're naked it? and they got like the pixelation and then they're just playing their guitars and stuff. Um, but I love that song. Like you said, when you mentioned it, you know, calling the girlfriend's mom and, you know, saying these horrible things and your your husband's in jail, you know. the state sodomy. Looks, state looks down on sodomy, I believe. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, what's my age again? You know, my friends don't get me, stuff like that. But, yeah, I I love that song, and I know that's, like, the most cliche number one pick, but that is my number one with a bullet. Other breaking news. Water. Wet. Justin and cliches. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah, didn't see that one coming. No, that's a good pick. Um, Yeah, and it's, like I said, like, I probably could have made a a, a argument for that to be my number one, too. Sure, sure. I sure. yep agree with everything you said. Um, I just remember 
them i think there was like mtv music awards that year after that song came out that they went in and they played that song there and they did it naked they came <laughs> out and they and they came out from like the the like the back they walked in to the stage uh for like through the aisles and stuff and they were naked oh um, god they, I don't they have know no why shame. i remember that but no <laughs> No just shame something whatsoever. that stuck on my head during that time just because that song was just so great um <laughs> my number one is a song that you poo-pooed just recently um, oh i know my number about. one is anthem i think oh. that is a really good song uh travis barker and it is phenomenal um just a yeah. song about it's kind of more of just that wanting to grow up i feel like it you know there's a lot of a lot of lyric words in that that you know in lyrics that don't necessarily make a whole lot of sense but i feel like it's more of like a you know kind of rebellious i can't wait to grow up and you know get out of here type of thing and you know be an adult yeah um you know i guess anthem uh for yeah. for the adolescence um so that that's why i like it and i just think that that song really just you know drives and rocks um like i said travis barker on that song so good is phenomenal so um good. so anthem is my number one do you want to do uh well that is a great pick anthem is a good song i would just argue anthem part two the sequel I think, is better i think anthem part two is more it's a different type of song it's cleaner. Like yeah. Anthem is isn't necessarily the cleanest song, and I know listening to it because like Travis Barker and it sound he does a hell of a job keeping yeah. the rhythm on that song yes, because does. it doesn't it kind of gets off rhythm uh, at certain parts of that that song and kind of comes back together um, in in the you know the refrain of the song. But yeah, the Anthem Part Two I think is just kind of more of a straight through cleaner, not so chaotic at at times like Anthem is. Yes. So I. I, I understand that i'll be honest i remember when i was still playing the drums on a regular basis i remember i would occasionally try and like download and print out some of the drum tabs for like blink 182 songs yeah oh my god like <laughs> the stuff he does and i know i know some stuff has a has to have a double bass pedal double bass oh yeah um, for sure i could not make heads or tails like i could read it and i knew what you had to do but my hands yeah. and legs could not do those things <laughs> Right. Uh, without like needing another pair of hands and legs to do those things. So, yeah, he's <laughs> that was a horrible explanation. But, yes, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Um, do you before we go on to people that wrote in, do you want to do honorable mentions? Um, do you sure. Have any you honorable can go mentions? first. All right. Yeah, I have a couple. Of course. This, this is this is kind of where I tried to stick a lot of the more popular songs. Um, all the small things as a yep. kid, I would have had that be my number one song. Yeah. But now. I'm just so tired of it. Anytime I probably hear it on the radio, I probably change the station now because I'm like, I listened to that song so much growing up. Yep. Um, but still honorable mention because it is a great song. Mm -hmm. the, the, you're going to rag on me. The music video was great because at the time it was making fun of the Backstreet Boys video. And I think a, a Britney Spears video. There was some Backstreet Boys song. I can't remember which one where they're like coming off their own personal plane and there's all these fans. Yep, I remember down. that. And, and the, it was them. They were, you know, doing these weird dances, and they had, like, weird fake teeth in and looking like morons and stuff. <laughs> not that someone who has fake teeth is a moron. That's not what I mean. But, um, like... They were just really looking silly. Looking silly. Thank you, Vinny. Thank, for, thank you for saving me yes. for myself. Um, But, yeah, great song. But I just... I can't listen to it anymore because it's just... It's, it was just... Yep. It's even now, like, 20 years later, it's on the radio a lot still. Yeah. You know? But, um... So that's one honorable mention. 
couple other hits. Uh, Feeling This and The Rock Show. I like both those, but they're not definitely not my other not main ones. And then two songs that maybe don't get as much play or weren't really popular as singles is Story of a Lonely Guy. Have you ever heard that song? Yes. Like That's that a one. great song. Love that one. And Man Overboard. I liked that song a lot, too. Oh, yeah. I like that That's song, too. Song. I had that down my honorable mention. So, so those were my honorables. Um, good, Adam's good song ones. is good. But I feel like I have to be in a certain mindset to listen to Adam's song because if you start yes. listening to the lyrics, oh, man, that can wreck your day. It's like, dark. It's dark. Yep. It's dark. It, it's it's really very dark. good musically. Yes. Like, that is a very, yes. I, I want to say, pretty song. Yeah, um, <laughs> just like artistic, the, the music in it. Yeah, sounding, I mean, yeah. It, it's got, a, you know, the piano in it. Um, It's, you know, I, I don't know if it's got, you know, but... It, I yeah. digress. It, I get, it's a very you. well music musically done song, but the lyrics, man, that'll bring you down. <laughs> it's it's. I think that's very telling about Blink One Eighty Two in general. Is you can have these goofy songs about like the girl in high school that you have a crush on, and then you go yeah. from that to Adam's song about like depression and suicide and all these you know really dark things. Um, and they do it really well. Like they, well, they really can play. You know, well, and, that sounds bad, but the, the musical version yeah, of it is, and, is done and that's well. the thing, though. Like Adam's song is the the song that's right after Dysentery Gary. Yes, and that the whole antithesis. song about Dysentery Gary is about losing, you know, the one, and yeah. girls are a drag, and then it goes into a song that talks about ending your life and it's yeah. just like it's uh yeah it's just like kind of you know i, I yeah well, I think, it's, it's I just think interesting it, how those songs yeah, kind of I, I, you know did they do that on, on purpose, purpose or yeah. you know is well, that know, something like, that even, even an adam song i think one of the lyrics that gets me all the time is like i think i think it's like please tell mom this is not her fault and i'm like yeah wow and 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 like you said i didn't even realize this and terry gary was before that because at this point i was just downloading music off of yeah you know limewire and kazab napster but, Napster, yeah, I was on the very tail end of Napster, but um, yeah, to go from like this goofy song, like you literally called Dysentery yeah. Gary, I think of Oregon Trail every time I hear Dysentery, <laughs> uh, and then to go to Adam's song, that that had to be like an artistic choice, I would think. I yeah, if it wasn't, then that's one hell of a random choice. But uh, yep, yeah, that 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 was the only other one honorable mention. But like I said, I can't if I'm just driving to work and that comes on, I love that song. But I'm probably not going to listen to it on the drive to work because it's just right. gonna it's gonna be kind of a downer for the first couple hours of your day if you think about the lyrics. So that's yeah. my honor, honorable mentions there. What about any others for you? That's that's a good list. Yeah, I had um, obvious down. I think those were both on the their later one. Yeah. Um, time, which was on one of their first uh, two. I think it was on Buddha. I think that's what it was called. Um, but time, it has a very like southern like surfy kind of Ooh. vibe to it i kind of like that i heard that when i was i mean hadn't heard it before this week um so i kind of came up upon that one so i like that one damn it was on my list mm-hmm. um even if she falls man overboard please take me home going away to college is a really good one wendy clear and every time i look for you I'm look. I'm listening to time right now. That has definitely got like a surf vibe to it. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. I almost want to say like it's. It sounds kind of ska-ish without the like um, the horns. The horns, yeah, yeah, a bit, so. yeah, and probably yeah, probably had that original vibe to it. I like it. I like it. Yeah. All right. Um, who who do you want to start here with the? Um, uh, you can. St- do you want to start? You can yes. just. 
That sounds good. All right. All right. Um, let's see. We're going to start with our guy, Jake Banowski. Thank you for writing his name phonetically for me. I appreciate You're welcome. that. He said, number five, happy holidays, you bastard. If I'm not mistaken, um, it's well documented. I had the edited version of Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. And if that's the same th- song I'm thinking of. Thong? Thong? Song? <laughs> no, I don't think that's the same song. Hold on. Let me look here. Take Off Your Pants and Jacket. Uh, it's, happy ho- I think it's yes. the one where Happy Holidays You Bastard is 42 seconds long it's a 42 second song yes. I did not realize it was a real song because in the edited version of that album which I had it's literally just an instrumental they just cut out all the lyrics oh they of cut out the uh, the grandpa eating seven hot dogs and keeping <laughs> yes. his pants yes. they cut everything <laughs> out so Jake really? thank you for bringing that back because uh, that's I a great I love that it. that's a funny song 40 too. seconds you're in and out yeah. it's a quick one um so happy holidays you bastard dysentery gary like he said number three going away to college number two online songs that is a good, a good song one. that's a good one and number one shut up all yep, right that's a good one too that's a good one so there you go jennifer wrote in and she wrote in feeling this yep and i think that was on your yeah that was mention? that was honorable mention yeah that was a good song um very like the the melody of that is just so up and down the way it goes back and forth it's mm-hmm. not very st- uh, static isn't the right word, but it's not typical. It kind of goes all over the place. Yep. Um, Brian, uh, your friend Brian, wrote in and said, I know it's cliche, and I don't even consider myself a huge Blink-182 fan, so nothing gets but nothing gets me more pumped up than all the small things. Still one of the best songs of the 90s. And that's why it's probably still on the radio today. That's, it still is, yes. Um, remind me, we got to give your sister some shit when you read her uh, her, her top five here. Okay. Erica writes in and she writes edging the the new song. The new song. Yes. As number five. Yes. This is why I said we have to give her some crap here. I I like it. It's good. It's, it's but it's, it's not okay. top five of all time. I asked her. I'm like, wait, why is this number five? She goes, I couldn't think of any other Blink-182 songs. I'm like, come oh. on. She well, had, I, mean, I think she had some of their albums. Or maybe one she of them. did. She had, that's where I got them from. Yeah, uh, with Enema of the State and uh, Take Off Your Shirt and Pants or pants and Jacket. And pants. Yeah, yeah, Pants. Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. Uh, well, I I burned them from her, so yeah. I didn't actually write down the the, the lyri- title the lyrics, of the CD. The titles, I just wrote Blink yeah. One Eighty Two, so that's all Fair I enough. knew it as. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, the, I mean, both those CDs are probably the you can make a top ten list, uh, and they would probably be solid for most people's. Uh, top 10 list yeah, yeah edging it's it's fine it's okay i don't know I'm not, I'm, i don't I even have, i wouldn't even have that as an honorable mention no neither it's would okay. i neither would i um the rock show good song all the small things aliens exist what's my age again um, a lot of a lot of popular ones there i gotta go yep, back and listen and, to aliens and, exist again i haven't heard that in a long time so. Yeah, and yeah uh, i still can't believe that edging yeah really? i was kind of i'm like come on erica really like Okay. Dig deep there. Come on. Yeah. And she, she was, we were literally sitting on the ground playing with Maddie tonight before the show, and she's got her phone up to her air like this. And I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, I'm listening to Blink 182 songs so I can make my list. So I'm like, so she had access to all these songs, and she still kept edging. Hold on. Isn't this the person that got upset with other kids that were at the Blink 182? Was that Blink 182? This was the Blink 182 concert where she almost fought a bunch of teeny boppers because they were making out in front of her. Shame on you. You should be able to be rattling this off because you were watching this before the little teeny boppers were oh, Vinny, I know were you, even born. you lived with her for 20 something years but 
I've never seen her more mad in my life. Oh. She was on a the fact that she went to get security, pointed them out, and then got mad at security when they didn't kick them out of the section. <laughs> she was I I believe her exact words were You weren't even fucking born when they were popular. Get the hell out of my way so I can see the band I paid money for. Oh man. And she started oh. kicking their chairs so that they would move. So That's embarrassing. <laughs> Uh, oh. We weren't. We were only dating. I, you know, we weren't even yeah. engaged yet. But I, yeah, you had ample time to run, Justin. <laughs> the hell are you thinking? Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say there. Um, oh God, oh. Melissa, Melissa's listening and wa- or watching right now, and she says, "What about the time we were at the Disney World at Magic Kingdom and some kid was throwing stuff at a duck. She got really mad and yelled at the kid and then yelled at the parent for having the kid throw stuff at a duck. Well, I forgot, that, I forgot about that. That's a little, I mean, she, the kids, her, 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 I, I know how she, she is. loves her she's animals. Like yes. One step below PETA. Um, <laughs> she's and, like and Sarah her, McLaughlin on those commercials. Yes. Yeah, she <laughs> it's like, is. Oh shit. Oh. Change the channel. I don't want to be right? depressed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that, that one I can yes. kind of stand behind is, you know, don't have your kid abuse. Oh an animal but i'm i'm sure she took that probably to the next she was I, if, I, if i'm not mistaken it was along the lines of don't do that don't throw stuff at an animal and then the mom said my son can do whatever he wants and then that's all she had to hear oh then, boy yeah it was it was good and then i'm just like uh mickey where are you <laughs> right um, donald duck <laughs> donald duck i need help put some pants on and get over here right um <laughs> Uh, Melissa said, damn it, all the small things, and what's my age again? And when she texted me this last time, she said, what's my age again? I'm sorry, what's my age again is the reason she cried on her 23rd birthday because she was then 23, so. Ah, okay. Yeah, deep, deep, uh, deep thinker, that Melissa. Yeah, there you go. All right. Uh, Tony writes in. Uh, do we know Tony? Yes, Tony is a friend of mine. All right, Big Tony. Blink-18, big concert guy. Yep. Awesome. All right. Tony writes in story of a lonely guy for the win. So that must be his favorite. Good I one. So, yeah, um, I'd say close second as a warped tour. Warped... Alumni. What do you remember? Warped tour of any? No, I don't. It was it was like a big summer tour that a lot of the like the punk pop or punk rock bands would go on. Okay. Yeah. Um, the rock show was his. Yeah. Second good song. Favorite. It's a good, so. it's a yep. good song. Good song. Yep. Uh, and then, like I said, Channing wrote in earlier and said, if anyone has, I miss you. You're out of here. So I am sorry. I let Channing down in that regard. Uh, you let everybody down. A I little do. Bit, it Justin. wouldn't be the first time. It won't no. be the last time. No. So, um, we did it. Another show down. It felt good to, to get back in the saddle. It was great to have Greg join us for yeah. a little bit before the baby comes and, he uh, rides off into the Never sunset. Never see him again. Yeah, I, man, I can barely handle one child. I don't know how you guys do it with two, Vinny, and I don't know how Greg's going to do it with three. Two's not a Justin. Two's not as bad as going no. going from zero to, to one, one is a huge, huge change. Yes. Going from one to two isn't that bad. Yeah. Now going from two to three, I have no idea. I can't. You know, I, I think at that <laughs> point it's just. It's not necessarily it's crowd like, control at that point. Yeah, <laughs> it, but I think you know, for me, the one thing I still struggled with going from one to two was just the night feedings and oh, yeah. doing the stuff at night. That just sucks. Like that is that's the worst part. Yes. about it. Um, but 
like the the amount that this sounds bad, but the attention that you that I've given to my daughter was is a lot less. But it <laughs> it, it it's and I I know that sounds terrible. It's a lot less, but it's she doesn't notice. Like she's still happy. We still I still give her attention, but it's not nearly like because. You know, being a first time parent, you're like, oh my god, this you got, yo, you got to do this, you got to, you don't know anything, yeah. so you're like over, overdoing yeah. it. Whereas, like the next one comes and like, oh yeah, they're okay. Like, like they, you hear a little cry, you kind of just stand there a little for a little bit. You don't go running over no. right away to like see, you know, like you would with your first one. Yeah, you kind of sit there and go. Okay, crying stop. They're okay. Like, and then you yeah. keep doing what you're doing, and then like, you don't need to be. Like, oh, I got to entertain them twenty four seven. Entertain you, with the other one, then, right? Yeah. Well, that, and then it's that you know, play. You learn to play on your own. We used to play on our own. You don't need an adult <laughs> the there day, to yeah. rattle. Play with the rattle. That's what you're supposed to be doing. That's why you have the rattle. So yeah, it, going from one to two is easier than going from zero to one because one, you know more. Yes. Two. Um, like you said, they also have somebody to play with, um, as well. So, although my son is starting to be like, I don't want her to play with me. Leave Uh-oh. her, have her leave me alone. And she just comes walking on over to go play with them. Although, you know, sometimes she's sweet and sometimes she hits them across the face. Well, um, we're just, we're not to talk this into like parenting corner, but we're, I'm just starting. I don't know if Eric is on board with it yet, but like when Maddie cries now, after we try and put her down two or three times, it's like, all right, daddy loves you. I'm going to bed. You're going to be a big girl and go to bed. And then, like, she'll cry for, like, 10, 15 minutes, and then she mm-hmm. lays down and goes to bed. Well, so, like, I feel like do. that's what that's where we're headed. And now it's convincing Erica that's the way to go. You know, we have to let her cry a little bit. but Because uh, yeah. you can only rock her so many times. Then as soon as you put her in the crib, her head hits the crib, and she's wide awake again. So. Yep. That All right. Happens. Well. Uh, before we end up, if before we end the show, I should say, if you are a baseball fan, again, please go listen to our second interview with Jason Kendall. It came out last week. It should be the um, previous episode in the feed or on YouTube if you're listening. Uh, I believe it's special edition podcast interview. Jason Kendall returns. We talked about the 98 home run chase. He has a great story with Sammy Sosa and playing exhibition games in Japan with him. He talks about uh, hitting coaches, the shift, Shohei Otani, um... What else am I missing? Steroids in who he thinks the best home runner and best hitter of all time is. Great stuff. Why catchers are such good managers, which we know, obviously, the White Sox just hired a former catcher today. So check that out. Uh, again, you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com slash baseball and whatever, twitch.tv slash baseball and whatever. You can tweet at us at baseball and what. You can find us on Instagram at baseball and whatever, but I don't think we really use that too often. Nope. Uh, Facebook.com slash baseball, whatever. The text line, voicemail line. Jake texted in earlier today, so thank you. It's 1-913-808-3278. That number again is 1-913-808-BART. Perfect timing. Um, I think that's it. We'll be back next week. Vinny, you got anything else? Uh, that is it, yeah. I, I don't know what we want to do for next week's episode. We'll, we'll figure out something. Glucose chimes in at the buzzer. Great episode. Glucose, thank you. You are a great listener. Other we appreciate it. Water. Wet. Wow. Self-promotion there, if I've ever heard it. All right. Uh, on that note, we will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend, and stay safe. Peace, everybody. Take care.
forgot to hit the button. Hold on. Hold on. Shoot. There we go. Bye. This is going great. Are you suffering from chronic joint or back pain? Downtown's Healthcare in Denver offers effective alternative therapies that are non-invasive, non-surgical, and drug-free. Start your journey to a pain-free life. Call Downtown's Healthcare at 303-292-9992, now in Lowry or downtown. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.